The final score, Gillingham 1, Wrexham 0. I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. And I've never really been worried about our away form as such. Uh, and this definitely wasn't a worrying performance. But it is annoying that, again, we've looked a better side in an away game and not come out with the points. And to, to lose it as well, really, really galling. In the last week, we've had two away games that on paper looked extremely difficult. And indeed, from MK Dons and Gilligan, we've got one point out of six, which is poor for our standards. But we could easily have got six and most certainly should have got at least four. And that's now the annoyance. You know, we had a spell, didn't we, earlier this year where there were some poor performances away from home. As I've said all along, I think that's usually the nature of the opposition. Um, MK Dons and, to a great extent, Gillingham weren't that sort of profile. And we were better than both of them. And that's what makes this defeat really a bit upsetting. Because this should have been a win. Just like MK Don should have been. Wrexham started off positively. Gillingham were looking to press with their two big strikers. Needson and Hawkins and Johnny Williams stepping up from midfield. And we bypassed that beautifully. And the football we played in the first half, I really enjoyed. It was a true follow-on. From the MK Dons match, we moved the ball around nicely. When Williams stepped up to try and put pressure on, we bypassed him. And we, because we were able to do that, we were finding lots of space between the lines and we were outnumbering them in midfields. They had a, a similar shape to us. Williams stepping up meant we had three against two in the middle. And we moved the ball around extremely well. We broke very well too. And in the eighth minutes came the first of two massive breaks that should have ended better, in all honesty. The first one, both from Gillingham Corners, the first one is Fletcher. Finding McLean, he did really well to hit an early ball out to Barnett. He was tearing down the right-hand side. Barnett swept across end towards McLean at the far post, asked too much of him, and uh, McLean's finish was ugly, putting it high in the seats. But to be fair to him, on the stretch while sprinting, and with a virtually impossible angle, he did well to get contact on it, really. Soon afterwards, we had our first moment of calling Glenn Morris, the keeper, into action, and it was a fabulous save by him. Mendy cutting him from the left after another good spell of possession and sweeping the ball in with his right foot. I got to admit, at first, I thought it was a, a cross. I'm not 100% sure, but I think it might have been a shot, and if it was, it was an absolute beauty. It was curling into the top corner, dropping down. And a marvellous save by Morris, who, if you look at the replay from side on, you'll see just how much height he managed to get in his spring. And he still could only just about get it with his fingertips. A brilliant piece of work by Mendy, repelled magnificently. There were other chances. Cluworth has clearly been working on a long throw. Not got it to toes of proportions yet, but he threw one into the box. And O'Connell stepped off his marker rather easily, pivoted and hit a shot which was a bit weak in all honesty, and didn't cause any problems. If he got hold of it, uh, well, may well have gone in. He had to wait till the 34th minute, really, for Gillingham to pose any threat, and then it was a long-range shot, albeit a very good one. Coleman, who was excellent throughout in the middle of the pitch for them, driving in a shot, which a Conquo tipped over the bar. You know, if it wasn't a Conquo, any other keeper might have struggled because he really had to stretch to get his fingers onto it, as it was, though he was in control of that. It didn't, never looked like it was going to beat him. And then Wrexham pushed on from that corner and had the second of those big breakaways. Again, a two-on-one break. This time, McLean sweeping the ball on after the corner had been half-cleared. And Marriott did brilliantly to just 
pin his man and then knowing where McLean was running, just head it round the corner for McLean. But the pass forced Marnet a bit wide and so he decided his best option was to shoot from just outside the box. A shot which, I've got to be honest, on first impression looked awful as it rose high into the stand. Actually, we're looking at it from the opposite angle. He's not a million miles away from his target, the top right corner, but it just rises after it passes the post. But still, a break like that should have ended in something better than a shot from outside the box. So we squandered two positions there. There was one last minute of hope, moment of hope in the first half. Lee with a great ball over the top, and it looked like Fletcher, who got gold side of his man, Ema, the Dillingham skipper, was one-on-one -on -one with the keeper, and Ema just managed to stretch behind himself and get the tiniest of touches to divert the ball away from Fletcher, or he'd have been in a glorious position. So at half-time, Wrexham, I would say, comfortably the better team, but I would also say Gillingham are showing more than MK Dons did. MK Dons, I thought, were poor on Tuesday, and we just should have put them to the sword. Gillingham were getting penned in for long periods as we moved the ball around and our passing was crisp and our movement was good. We brought the wide players in well. Santa Mids did well as well and controlled the game. But there were periods where Gillingham managed to get a set piece and then would keep penning us in. So, you know, they were competitive. I'm not trying to say this was a thrashing, but we were. it was a really good controlled first half away performance. And you just hope that we would carry us on. But we didn't. A warning sign in the 50th minute, a ball forwards for Nadeson, who did well to, be, to beat O'Connell as he stepped up and flick it on. Hawkins one-on-one -on -one with the keeper until Cluworth came in with a terrific last-ditch tackle to save the day. But, you know, the day had, wasn't saved for too, much long, or too long because five minutes later came the breakthrough. Got to be said, I mean, let's have a quick look at Ollie Hawkins. He was superb up front for Gillingham. Proper target man. Good on the floor as well. Um, player that, if you've got a longer memory, you might remember scoring a hat-trick against us at Dagenham Redbridge about six, seven years ago. Uh, he was excellent, but he was really pinning Cluworth and they were having a right wrestle. And on a few occasions, the referee just decided to give nothing either way because clearly they were both pulling each other around. Well, on this occasion, it's a, another diagonal to Hawkins. One of the few players to try and pinpoint Cluworth and actually get change out of him, by the way. And the free kick get, went... Gillingham's way, you know, Cluworth turns to the ref and points to his chest and says, you give it against me? Because he clearly thought he was being fouled. I think he has a case. Hawkins comes back and is grabbing Cluworth's shirt, is backing into him and moving him around. Cluworth responds by putting his hands on him, didn't think he was really pulling. So I think Cluworth had a fair point there, but the ref gave it Gillingham's way. It was a beautifully worked freak at Clark clipping it to the far post, Masterson meeting it, driving it across the face of goal. There's a queue of Gillingham players attacking the far post, and from close range, it's Dayeng who got the final touch. Um, Wrexham might feel a little aggrieved by the blocking off that happened off the ball. Uh, Tunnicliffe certainly couldn't get to his man, and O'Connell was jumping at Hawkins, who had an arm round him, whether he stopped him getting across, I don't know. But, I mean, for me, it's all fine. But then... I've just watched the League Cup final and seen VAR give a foul against Endo for blocking off, which was the same sort of thing. So you never know. Depends which ref you got, eh? 21 minutes left and Mullen came on for Marius and immediately looked lively. He was making good runs and trying to hassle the centre-backs. A quick free kick by Cannon, found Barnes on the right. He whipped it in. 
Mendy arriving, just came a bit too high for him, going from about eight yards out, he headed it well over the bar. Within a minute, danger at the other end as Wrexham were pushing forwards. Coleman driving brilliantly through the centre of the pitch. It must be said Mullen was fouled clearly at the start of the move. Helped it onto Nadeson in the right channel. Again, one-on-one -on -one with the keeper. Conco stood up, though, and Nadeson drove it into the side netting. A quarter an hour left came the big moment for Wrexham with the second half. Uh, and what a moment it was. A spell of pressure ending with Lee drilling in a shot from the edge of the box. Very powerful, but too straight. Morris parried it in front of himself and Fletcher brilliantly and acrobatically, it was such wonderful predatory opportunistic work, made contact with an overhead kick from close range. It more hits the goalkeeper on the line than anything else, spanned behind him and looked to be going in. Morris did brilliantly to dive down <laughs> like an Olympic swimmer. Well, a very poor Olympic swimmer, I guess, because uh, you don't really dive in a pool like that. Sorry, bad metaphor. And he managed to just get there on the line and push it away. He did remarkably well not to push it into his net or onto the poster then. It was an incredible let-off for Gillingham. But they had the let-off. Within a minute, Wrexham again. Mullin driving forwards. Good run. Good intent. Slips as he hits his shot from 25 yards, though, and so it goes straight at the keeper. 12 minutes left. Parkinson plays his final card, bringing on four subs at the same time. I've been looking up if that's the first time we've ever done that. And in, this, in the course of that, switches to four at the back. Tunnycliffe comes off, as does Fletcher and Barnett and Mendy. And on come Jordan Davis for his first start, his first appearance rather since the Shrewsbury game. Luke Young, uh, Bolton, Luke Bolton. And as somebody else, I can't read my writing. Yeah. Dolby, Dolby did, yeah, of course. But we didn't get the rhythm going, really. We put a lot of pressure on, but we weren't really making chances. There was there were two real moments, I suppose, since that substitution. A corner coming in from Lee, picking Davis out unmarked on the penalty spot, but he headed the ball into the crowd without a huge amount of power. And then a chance for him when the ball was nicely laid off to him by Lee and he burst into the box, burst past two men. Glorious position. You just saw eight yards out, just wide of the six-yard box. Get your left foot through it. Instead, he pulled it back and pulled it back behind Dolby and the chance was gone. And then in the fourth minute of average time, a moment of controversy, Wrexham frustrated by the nature of the goal. Well, at the very end of the game, Hawkins back defending Marking Dolby, touch tight on the edge of the area. Dolby spins him. He's in on goal. Hawkins grabs hold of his shirt and pulls him to the ground. Let's go, or tries to let go as it's entering the box. The ref gives nothing. Astonishing. <laughs> That's all I can say. There was cover, and I'm not sure I would give a red for it. But it was most definitely a foul. Dolby spanned beautifully. He got pulled to the ground. You could see my angle is the opposite side from the camera. And you can see Dolby turning his man, running, and then just a hand come out and just grabbing the back of his collar like a, a policeman in some of those old 1930s cartoons and just pulling him back. It's 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 a card and it's either a free kick or a penalty. My inclination is probably more of a free kick, but it would have been a great situation to hit a shot in from, and Wrexham were really frustrated not to be given that decision. But yeah, frustration is probably the word to sum all this up. We ought to have won. We played well, but we didn't get the win. Not even one point. Looking at the performances, Mino Conquo couldn't do much else. Made that good 
uh, parry, not much else for him to do, which again makes it so frustrating. We defended set pieces really well. As Parkinson said afterwards, they knew Gillingham were very good on set pieces. And so we practiced them hard. And apart from that one free kick, we got it spot on. Likewise, the three central defenders, I thought all played well. But in the second half, Hawkins really started to get good service and started to trouble them, particularly O'Connell and Cluith. But then, you know, he's a very good striker. He's good at doing that sort of thing. And like I said, the referee maybe gave him a couple of decisions when he might have been a little lucky. But all three of the centre-backs did a good, solid, strong job. The wing-backs, Barnett and Mendy. Barnett, again, at the first half, terrific. Really scaring Gillingham. He beat Clark all ends up the first time he ran at him. And, you know, both players knew that after that. So Barnett was going at him. Clark was really trying to be cautious. He got some decent stuff in in the first half, faded a bit in inf with his influence in the second, I suppose the whole team did. Mendy up against Hutton, who, after the runaway leader, Jody Jones, has got the most assists in the division. And Mendy did an excellent job, as he did at the race course, of dealing with Hutton, who is such a threat. Mendy's defensive work, I thought, was excellent. Uh, going forwards, he had his moments at header, that shot, of course. And, but yeah, ultimately, solid game for him. In the centre of midfield, Cannon was terrific in the first half. A uh, little less successful in the second, I guess the story of the, of the team, perhaps. But again, his energy and his work rate, impressive. McLean on the right side of the midfield three this time. Again, all energy and endeavour and bustle and eagerness and looking threatening. Things not quite happening for him in the final third. Lee again. Work rate terrific, but again, the creative side of it just not quite coming off apart from that long ball for Fletcher. Fletcher was impressive, I thought. Gave real problems with the centre-backs. We need to give him more service. We need to be putting balls in where he can get his head on it in the box and cause real issues. And Marriott, I think Marriott showed what a good player he is. His energy, his willingness to bustle, um, his pressing is, is judicious. And his awareness of what's around him is good. But the problem is we're not finding him in goal-scoring positions at the moment. And uh, that makes life difficult for him, of course, doesn't it? Mullin looks lively when he came on. Dolby had a couple of little moments in and around the edge of the area. Young and Davis put themselves about as well. And Bolton, a slightly strange sort of game down the right when he came on in that he was looking to get forwards and had a little bit of trouble when he was covering back. But then we were overcommitting by that point. He got a yellow card, as did uh, Ocon, no, Lee, uh, for challenges. And, well... Result is a bit frustrating, to be honest. Man of the match, can't make my mind up. I, I, I will make my mind up. In fact, I think I have now. Um, but it, it's sort of weird when you see a game like that where the first half is terrific and you're thinking everyone's playing so well. And then the second half, it sort of falls apart a little. Not so badly that we don't have a lot of possession, but just that threat disappears a bit. You know, names that have gone through my mind. Tony Cliff uh, was the most steady of the three centre-backs, partly because Hawkins didn't tend to come over to his sides, to be fair. McLean's energy was always impressive. Mendy was solid on the left-hand side. And I think Mendy, on balance, probably deserves that call. But a close call. And the truth of the matter is, we just need to sort little things out here. We need to sort out, in that final third, the ruthlessness that we usually show at home. And then the away results will flow. With a final score of Gillingham 1, Wrexham 0, I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC.